Well, I'm gonna get us started. Y'all ready? Why y'all get quiet and said I'm not oh, can I do my thing? <laughs> oh my god. Here we go. <laughs> With a flick of a tongue and a snap of a finger. Lesbians unite! Why did you join it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know we was joining in. It was like a Power Rangers. You know, people do call them Oh, no, no. <laughs> it's not Power Rangers, baby. It is Captain Planet. Won't you jiggle a little bit? Move them hips, feel that bliss. Hug your sis, make a fist. Don't resist your temptation. You're amazing, no limitation. My favorite in this matrix. We move by your vibration, and that's love. I hope you hear that on the daily, cause baby, you love. I hope you hear that on the daily, cause baby, you love. I hope you hear that on the daily, cause baby, you love. You love. Right, okay. I miss well. Oh. Welcome to Queer Walk, the podcast, the podcast that takes the queer women of color community beyond the Tumblr dashboard. I'm money. I guess I'm the friendly. <coughs> I don't know what I am today. I usually say I'm the friendly creative, but I haven't been feeling very creative. So, anyway, hey y'all, I'm money, and I am joined today by two fools, but they also go by. <laughs> Uncle Nick. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> My name is Nikita. All right, everybody, and I'm Rosie. Um, y'all want to say a little bit of like sexy enough? What y'all do? <laughs> Give like intros. Yeah, so uh, my name is Nikita, like I said, and I consider myself to just be a local troublemaker. That sums you up yeah. very well. Yes. Um, Afro Blazing Guns on Twitter. Kim. Pow, pow. <laughs> okay, I'll put that in the description. Okay. Um, Razi and I, just me, I guess. You know? That's not true. That what, is you, a, what you be what, doing? What you do? Well, see, I love long walks on the beach. This is why I never and... asked you on before. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, um. What? <laughs> you can yes. tell you. Oh, so I am a BLM Syracuse, a Black Lives Matter Syracuse organizer out here. I'm also running for the 4th you... District Council out here. Yes. You don't have to say anything. Little political and a little something, something. But right now, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. And let my true colors shine through. Okay. Let's see. I, okay, so I'm going to start out with Queer Walk of the Week. So I had to look it up to make sure I was saying it right. But two weeks in between episodes is a long time. Because a lot of stuff be happening in two weeks. And then I feel like I'm late on everything. But, um, so the Queer Walk of the Week is head coach Dawn Staley. She's the head coach of the Mississippi State. Look at you. Don't know what I'm talking about. She's the head head coach of the Mississippi State women's basketball team. I knew that. And they beat UConn. Yes, they did. And one of the girls is from Syracuse, right? Yeah, I totally knew all of this. (laughs) (laughs) See? One of the the girls, the the girl who did the, um... The last minute shot to win the game is from yeah the little short one, the little shorty. Yeah, I don't know her name. Yeah, but props to her. 
Oh, I didn't know she was from Syracuse. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, you know, just, just wanted to shout out. Props to head coach Dawn for, you know, coaching. I mean, I just need to say that I am so glad that UConn fucking lost. Yeah. I, I know I, I might get hate mail after that, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm so glad. I was not a Mississippi State fan because I went to Auburn. I think I'm justified in that. But um, I'm happy that UConn lost, and especially to a black lesbian head coach. So. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's well, up. Well, yes. <laughs> now you're happy yeah, about it. <laughs> All before, Nikita's like, uh, sports. Basketball didn't include you in. I mean, I knew. I knew we were talking about a sport of sorts. <laughs> No, I mean, it didn't include you in Queer Walk of the Week. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Our biggest fans this week, uh, Kid Crazy is always number one. I don't even feel like I need to say that anymore. Thank you, Kid. Actually, Kid was supposed to be on an episode with us today, but they had bay things to do. So. Oh, okay. Well, oh, bay things. Okay. Yeah, so shout out to Queer Walk's favorite couple. Polychrome Dreams comes in at number two. So, thank you for your support. Polychrome Dreams, I don't think I've ever seen you in our top four. So, newcomers, hey, come through, holding it down. Mary LaSera, I hope I said that right. I'm and not, I'm not butchering your name. Mary LaSera is number three. And that's how the fuck you sound, which is my favorite I screen. That from, from <laughs> that, the last episode. That is my favorite Tumblr name ever. But, yes, number four biggest fan. So thank y'all for your support. I also want to say, because I always forget at the beginning of every podcast, that if you would like to contribute and help Queer Walk keep going, the link is paypal.me slash queer W-O-C. It only takes $15 to produce two episodes, y'all. So I'm sure 14 And the dollar is ripped. So you actually short. No, look, it's not even ripped. Bam! And for the for the listeners at home, it's just a whole dollar. <laughs> a whole dollar. Wow. Um, thank you, Rob. Every dollar counts, though. So all I need is 14 more people. Hmm. I got two left. That's for the bus. Yes. And if you can't afford to contribute monetarily, share, like, give us five stars on iTunes. All of those things help the podcast grow. So, Because I always forget to do that. So, And use the hashtag. Hashtag queer WOC. Yes. I see it in these Tumblr streets. So thank y'all for the support. Then the like reblog. We're going to get into the like reblog of the week. Okay. Okay. I'm prepared for Nikita to not know this because Nikita never knows anything. Social media, relevant. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I'll pull it up. But that's, that is helpful. Okay. <laughs> so the like reblog of the week, I actually discovered... These two Instagrams, they are linked. So let me tell y'all, I've been having a rough weekend. It's been a struggle to get off of the couch. I know that struggle. You know, it's just been one of those weekends. Um, so I was, just, I've been feeling like really bad about myself. And when I say that, I don't mean like oh self esteem, like feeling bad about myself. It's like existential badness about myself. Does that make sense? Like I, I picked the wrong trajectory yeah, in life. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels like it's too late to go back. Right. And you're right. gonna be miserable mm-hmm. for the rest of your life and nothing's ever gonna change. Maybe. Does that is that more That's less? Yeah, a little okay. yeah. I think Friday night I was just like, I'm going to be twenty eight this year. Yeah. I'm already What the fuck have I done? Yeah. Like I just wasted my twenty. I won't say wasted, but I've just like spent my twenties in school, and I haven't, like, really done anything else outside of school. The more fucked up the world gets, 
in the bigger the scheme of things, school seems less and less important. So I was just having one of those moments this weekend. All these feelings about relationships. So I don't know, maybe this was just like divine intervention in the universe sending it into my life in the right way. Um, but you know the Discover tab on Instagram? I didn't know that they had a tab like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when you go to search, it automatically populates based on things that you've liked, things that they think that you would like. And okay. it's scarily accurate. I was going to say, how in so, so usually black lesbians are in mine. <laughs> um, I'm guessing that that's what you like. Uh, I'm moving on along. So... <laughs> um, so <laughs> Instagram actually um, recommended the page. I think her name is Yaz because that's what her uh, bio says. Mm -hmm. And she is in the cutest relationship with, um, I count six shots. So both of their Insta uh, Instagram handles I'll put in the description. But I saw this video. I want to show it to y'all. This this is what Instagram suggested to me. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, My lady parts are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> so, so apparently there was a no hands challenge where people were kissing. Did y'all see that? No, I missed that. Yeah, I didn't see it either. But um, they also participated in the no hands challenge. And they're just a really cute couple. They're adorable. From Toronto, actually. So they're not far from us. We should be in community. Road trip. Yes. I don't know. What would we do? Just show up in Toronto and be like, hey guys, we're what stopping you on Instagram. <laughs> we looking for at I count. <laughs> <laughs> we saw uh -oh. y'all video. It's cute. Come outside. <laughs> Hello. That's kind of like the boy. Yeah, yeah. Just, just call their mama. Be like, can I count six shots? Come out and play. They make YouTube videos together. Also. <laughs> Um, they're really tall, so shout out to the tall girls. Shout out. Yeah. I didn't say I was tall. I just can't, I can't give tall women shout out. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Give them a shout out. I like them too. Because if I can't reach yeah. them, I'll be like, babe, go get that. It's up there. Go get that cup. Because your babe is definitely team tall say, girl. Yeah. <laughs> My girl's six foot. Oh. I wish. I just round up, but I'm 5'10". Oh. And a half. I'm 5'1 and 3 quarters. <laughs> I'm taller than that. Somebody has to hold it down. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, we talking about the shore when it's down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to go there. That's not I'm even, not what even going I was there. referring to. I'm not even going Moving there. along with our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, yes. The Instagram's like reblogs of the week is I count six shots and the six. The S is replaced with a six in her link. I'll put it in the description. And real life Amazon. So shout out to y'all. Y'all adorable. Yes. Thank y'all for being out here being positive representations. Because on another note, I feel like my crush on Sid the Kid is getting out of hand. And I, I really can It's been out of hand. <laughs> Ooh. No. Hey. Okay. Uh, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no judgment. I'm managing it. Oh, manage. Okay. But this is what I've decided. It's not that I have some, like, irrational, intense attraction to her. So you're admitting that you have some type of... Shut up. It's So <laughs> what it is is that there's not enough, like, lesbian representation. Yeah. So... I hear that. I cling to, like, the queer women representation, even if it's shitty and problematic, like Young and May. So, it's, yeah, so it might not necessarily be that, oh, my God, Sid is just the woman I need in my life. But who else is singing about 
tonight. I'm gonna swim in it, dive in it, oh. drown in oh, it. My. But I do, but I do like body. <laughs> yes, body is nobody's taking up. We have to catch me up to speed. You haven't heard? No. Don't tell my hear any kind of you know baby any, we could any music that came out in the last five to ten years say my you. name don't let go i can feel your body when i pull your hair what's my name girl i swear i can feel your body bang if this was closed caption it would be like nikita looks along confusedly <laughs> See, this is what I mean by <coughs> gay card revoked. It's gone. Okay, so for the unfollow segment of the week, this is where I talk about shit that's been fucked up in the past two weeks. All right, and uh, we do like the current events that have happened from like a Q-pop perspective. So I wanted to talk about two things in this week's unfollow, and the first is Kendrick Lamar, Humble. Mm. I saw the Twitter discussion about it. I haven't watch the video or heard the song yet. Okay. Um, sh- I think we should do that before we talk about it, Nikita. You don't have to put me on blast. <laughs> I just, I didn't think you were this far out of the loop. I saw, I saw the discussion about it. I knew, it, I knew that it happened. And he put something out. <laughs> Shit, I can't get no props for that. <laughs> okay, so we had to take a pause so that Nikita could watch the video. And Rosie needed to see it too. <laughs> Just for that clarification. Just, just throw me under the bus. That's okay. Um. So, I mean, I had specific points I wanted to talk about, but what are y'all initial reactions to the video? I don't get it. I don't get it. First, you're like a pope, and then you're like like a million man, ball head man thing with the only <laughs> braids, and then... Yes, for those bone thugs and harmony braids, though. No, those braids look nicer. We're off topic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I don't... Bone thugs and harmony braids? Nah. He's got plaids. Yeah, he does. He has like the braids that you put in when you detangling. Like yeah. that's not the finished <laughs> hairstyle, but you probably gonna have bantu knots in the next video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still I really don't understand it. Like, yeah, I don't understand it. Like it to me, it seemed like it was all over the place. But if you want to say he's creative, then I guess he's creative. Congrats. Uh, why your head's on fire and people mm-hmm. on fire with ropes around their face? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. I believe that he tried to make a nigga formation. This, I don't know what, what other way to put it. That's but. what I just said when we were watching it. I feel like Beyonce has like, I, mean, I don't know if it's like her single-handedly, but it's like Beyonce and Solange have been mm-hmm. doing these very like artsy, kind of like very, I don't know, I don't know very interesting, especially aesthetic yeah. kinds of videos. And it seems like he's going in that kind he's of thing. He's trying, yeah. Well, if he's going in that, that direction, he missed the mark. Um, yeah. I, just, I think... When I first saw Formation, I got the metaphors, like yeah. the visual metaphors. I didn't get any visual metaphors in Kendrick's video. He said, be humble. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's, like, I feel like I was, like, I was, I feel like I was the audience for Formation. And, like, I feel like, like, I mean, that was, like, everybody was saying. Uh, it was, like, a celebration of, you know, black womanhood. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff. And, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know who... You aren't... We aren't I, I don't the audience. Think, yeah, I don't think I'm the audience for this video. Well, who do you think the audience is? That's a good question. I don't think... I mean, I don't think in the words of Tony Morrison, like, who is the audience? Like, I mean, if he's saying that the guys is the audience, but yeah, he's keep screaming bitch, I mean, he's being very disrespectful to a certain point. Like, who's the bitch? Like, is it... 
Is he talking to the other guys as my audience? Like, you're the bitch? And, he's and be like, humble? Maybe. Hold up, hold up, little bitch. Yeah. Like, I think... Um, so I heard other people say they thought it was like a, a diss track to other rappers that he's oh. sunning them, like to tell them to sit down. Yeah, like um, like, it so like he's it was coming like a after them. Yeah, like he's mm. coming after them. But I mean, mm, possibly if that's the case, then yeah. not right. But I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, because you know? I think that all the imagery related to like humility. In some oh, way of like okay. the the church opening and oh. stuff, um, and all the bald headed dudes had their heads down, uh-huh. like bowed until they came up to say "little bitch," and then they went back down. So like all that stuff kind of reminded me of humility. Even the shots under like the overpass where like typically homeless people sleep, interesting, and they were just like out there chilling, like posted up. That's what I thought. But then there's also cuts where it's definitely not humble, like. He's sitting at the um the, the feast last, table. The last, yeah, supper. last supper table and right. and even uh, like his outfit. Like, yeah, it's flashy. You, you, say, you know niggas love the flash. <laughs> he too. got a Bruno so, Mars blouse. Okay. okay. In the back of the car. Nigga wearing an uptown funk jacket. <laughs> what what great poupon. Great poupon. Great poupon. <laughs> like And the shots of him <laughs> on a bike, it looks like the world revolves around him. Like, because it's warped mm. and round. So yeah, it's he's like playing he... with these contradictions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope. One can hope. One hopes, right. But, so the reason why I feel like there was so much backlash. Yeah. Um, one is because Kendrick, I, I don't even think it's arguably anymore. I think Kendrick is the most successful rapper to date that claims at all to be any kind of, like, conscious yeah. or woke or anything. He's the most successful one. Yeah. But he's real... Hotep, like of course. I used to say he was Hotep adjacent because I was trying to give him room to grow. I just thought that he would progress, right? Because I need to take these earrings off. Because in the last episode, my earrings was making all that click clackety clackety noise. I don't got to be cute for a podcast. That's that's part of your black girl soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) And just be like, (laughs) it reminded me of when I was little and my teacher, um, my third grade teacher, put me out the classroom because my bees was hitting up against each other. My braids. You should make a. A queer walk uh, intro with the clicking of the of the earrings and black women sucking their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I would support that. And then it ends with, oh hell no. <laughs> or it ends with an African American proverb: mm, "Stop playing on my phone." <laughs> I don't know who you think is, but I am not the one. <laughs> African American proverb. He, so, back to Kendrick. Remember, I don't know what award show it was, but he performed, and he was, like, in shackles. I think that was the Grammys. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good performance. And he had Compton over the whole continent of Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that thanks for? I mean, like, all 54 countries yeah, he- <laughs> are Compton. But anyway, yeah, so I think for a while now, he's been on this, like, black man struggle thing. Yeah. There's no such thing as male privilege. But I think this video kind of like showed everybody else that that's where he's at. And so the first thing I thought about when I was watching the video was like, where are the women? Mm -hmm. Because in all these times where he feels, I don't know, like free, he's with other men. Uh Like in the car, in public, all those spaces. He's just like chilling with other dudes. But women are confined in this video in every way. So the first Mm -hmm. time we see women, they're like counting crack money, which is an assumption because... They're counting money. Right, in their draws. In their draws, which is a good movie from... um, A good part of the movie from... um, What movie is that? That's New Jack City? That is New Jack City, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's New Jack yeah. City. Yeah, so they're counting money there. So it's like, that's confinement. Yeah. Um, and then we see them in the hair salon under the dryer. And if anybody has sat under a dryer in the hair salon, you know that's confinement. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time we see a woman in this video, he's talking about how he's so sick and tired of the Photoshop. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, transforms her into, into her what he wants. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Not, not necessarily Quote, what he wants, but natural. Her her natural form. But but that's still what he wants. Because he said, I'm so sick and tired of the Photoshop. Yeah. Give me something natural. Like, but, Afro and Richard Pryor? Yeah, I don't know. what I didn't catch that. What that, what is, what's... I, when I think Afros, I don't immediately think Richard Pryor. Well, maybe he mean like Richard Pryor being real, like, real in his comedy. Have you ever seen Richard Pryor stand up? Okay. shows like he was just like giving it the real like he's one of the greatest comedians hands down and he keeps his and he keeps it the realest yeah I, so okay. maybe that's what he means by that I think okay. I think I think that that's an appropriate read so when he said real it was more it was more about Richard Pryor not about the afros I think it's both I think it's uh, like you know well, afros are supposed to be like the like you know natural, natural and yeah. then Richard Pryor is supposed to be like this but kind of like. Then, of blackness. then I would say that's even more hotel than I first read it because then he's like mapping this like natural hair yeah. struggle with men and that erases like all the of violence course. of hair especially for black women yeah. and then he's telling a woman to do this because of a man's struggle like afros on Richard Pryor that's what <coughs> I want I want you to be doing so he does he does transform her mm. like he switches places uh-huh. with her and, you know, all her makeup comes off. Which I will say, like, she's still a bad bitch. Right, of course. And, and like, stereotypically pretty. Yeah, she's yeah, not yeah, yeah. In any, she's not pushing the envelope any kind right, of way. Right, right, right. And she don't have an afro. Of she course. has, like, you know, Brazilian okay. wave hair texture. So. Natural enough. It was, in a, it was on the packet. Natural. <laughs> Shut up, Rosie. <laughs> Human does not mean natural. <laughs> okay um yeah so i think he got a lot of clapbacks around those particular lines yeah. and talking about like stretch marks on asses and stuff which i appreciated the line yeah as a owner of a stretch marked ass so <laughs> i don't know what that is are you fat shaming nope i'm fat so you can fat shame as a fat person just how you could be anti-black as a black person mm. No, I'm just saying I don't have stretch marks on my body. Well, you're not. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I feel like dudes, there's like this long history of dudes being like, you know, I just want a girl who's natural, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I don't know. They have real, I guess like real effed up or ideas, ideas of, about what quote unquote like natural. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't have, so I saw like the backlash and stuff on it and. Like I know it's it gets it can be real problematic to let people off the hook, but I I'm also just kind of at a point where it's like I don't think people should let you know him off the hook of um you know for their um the critiques that they're making, but it's like as a black woman I'm also not I I don't expect Kendrick Lamar to be able to tell my story or to account for any right. really meaningful way and also to deliver you yeah you know yeah. <laughs> yeah my liberation isn't wrapped up in Kendrick Lamar bars or videos right right right, right. but I think yeah, um, or bars or videos. So I, I try to think a lot about like how people access, I don't know what to call it, like uh, liberation thinking. Yeah, yeah. And, and music, well, especially particularly hip hop, was definitely a vehicle yeah. to do that. And I, I know it's been like, I don't want to sound like 
a typical well, <laughs> stereotypical New Yorker like man back when hip hop was <laughs> but but it, I know it has been like commodified and commercialized yeah. and like bastardized since its beginning but I think in a lot of ways we're not far from the 70s even though we like to think we are uh-huh. that people still look to rappers particularly yeah. to speak the truth yeah like they're just not doing that right 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 that and so I also thought about how this whole conversation around it has also been real hetero. So mm. that's what I wanted to talk mm. about on here. Like I've heard a lot of the the backlash to his things being like, We don't do this for you, Kendrick, and you can't tell me how to wear my hair and you know, whatever. Like, I'm a liberated woman, you know, but it's still in this like male female dichotomy. Yeah. Like, there's no gender diversity in the way they talk about it. And it's also heterosexual women, right? Like, I want a man who ain't gonna tell me nothing about how I need to look. And it, like, it still erases yeah, queer folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all have So how could, so, I think, now that you mentioned, I think that that was kind of, there's, I feel like it was around, like, I feel like I remember it being, like, around 2010, like I just remember that there was like these I mean not that it was like started then but I just remember there was all these conversations around you know it was like Steve Harvey's like all like there's these mm-hmm. conversations about between how black women educated black women are never going to be able to find husbands yep, and yep. this kind of thing and like I've been so like I don't know if the word is disinterested or uninterested in those mm-hmm. kinds of conversations and so when I saw this so when I saw all the stuff that was happening on Twitter around this conversation, I was like, that's why I think, now that you mentioned that's why I wasn't interested. Because it's like, I don't particularly see a, yeah. a place for myself um, in these conversations. And um, the thing about beauty standards, and so it's funny that we're talking about hair. And um, I think beauty standards, I wrote a piece about this a couple of years ago. Uh, what? But, um, you better plug it. It's called, it's called Fried Dye Laid to the Side and Radical Black Political Pride. And it is about hair. So, you know. <laughs> We can put that in the description. Yes, yes. But in these conversations about, like, beauty and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's a tendency for, especially, like, straight black women to talk about um, standards of beauty in a way. Because, like, they always talk about the trope. And, like, it's a real trope that black women have been considered, like, masculine. Mm-hmm. And then that renders them, like, um, not attractive. And then I'm like, well, then what mm-hmm. is it, like, especially as a, like, uh, a masculine presenting black woman, I was like, mm-hmm. well, then what is it that you're saying, like, about, about me? me? Yeah. And so a lot, and a lot of times in these kinds of back and forths between, like, black men and uh, black women, or straight black men and straight black women around, like, beauty and bodies mm-hmm, and those mm-hmm. kinds of things, like, I really, I, I think increasingly I just find myself, like, not interested because, I just, again, I just don't see a place yeah. for myself in those kinds of conversations. As a queer woman, but particularly, like, as, uh, um, gender not conforming or masculine presenting black woman. I definitely agree with that. I mean, I'm not too gender non conforming. I mean but I'm definitely not I got called a low femme. So like I'm definitely not <laughs> a low femme. A low femme. That's a new one. I never heard that. I know. And I didn't know I was offended at first, but then I, I was just like, like fuck it. You know, okay, low femme. Yeah. I'm I'm owning right. it. Cool. I like that. Um but yeah, cause in comparison to high femmes, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nails, hair, mm-hmm. makeup, the whole bit. Um mm-hmm. I'm not that. But, you know, and but I do think that these conversations tend to bring that out. It brings out, like, the patriarchy in both camps where you have black women, like, reinforcing that shit. Yeah. Like, long hair yeah. and, like, you know, if I want to wear makeup, da 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 embrace my femininity. And, like, all those kind of things still come out in those conversations. And, like, defense of the male gaze, it becomes real, like, cis, hetero, exactly, exactly. black woman. Because, like, there's there's so many ways to be a woman. 
And thank you. And so, like, instead of that being the argument back, like, right, shut up right, about right, our hair because right. it, like, no hair, whatever. Like, <coughs> we're still women. That's not the argument back. The argument back is about like ma- masculinity or something mm-hmm. like, like rejecting masculinity, exactly. even though there are masculine women. Who are cute just like me. <laughs> I was listening to... You are right to, too, Rob. <laughs> I, I, I was listening to I'm TK sexy. in the AM and she had a guest on there. I don't remember the guest name, but she was like, can we just say masculine women are women? I put my bra on one titty at a time. <laughs> <laughs> just like y'all. Wow, that is so real. <laughs> That is so accurate. Yes. So, I well, mean, yeah. Well, I got a sports bra. I kind of go like that. Even with a sports bra, you wiggle one titty in first. No. I put them both in. Get it out the way. Bam. <laughs> you, you just, <laughs> I just go like this, and I go like this, and I go, bam. You, you, you see my titties go? Bam. You a boob it. Okay. <laughs> like it's, you know, about to jump in the rope. You say like it's about to jump, bro. <laughs> Jumping in the rope. And do that. Like, I be like this. I be like this. I be like... <laughs> oh my god okay y'all love me y'all um, love me and like what about women who aren't feminine what about women who don't date men at all at all um, at all so we're not checking for you mm. side note to this there was this guy on the connective corridor bus the other day he kept trying to make eye contact with me you know when you're trying to like get somebody's attention and I was just like <laughs> and but he's clearly not getting it. So then, like, he looked at me, and so I finally just went, like, gave him this look, like, what you are want? you? Yeah. yeah. And he didn't, he didn't, like, do anything. He just, like, stared. And so my assumption was that he was trying to, you know, right. like, whatever. Yeah. And and that's, I wish. That's, yep, he was doing it. I know that one. In that moment. It's in the book. In that moment, I was just wishing that there was a universal, like, Hand sign for like lesbian. I'm gay. <laughs> so he could know. You got you got like, like this. <laughs> Fever scissoring the hand motion. I, I the scissors. Like, oh, that's a good I'm one. Sorry. <laughs> and he was, and he one. could be like, oh. Okay. Well, hopefully, you know what we should make. One. Back, it's we really we should like make a a lesbian hand symbol. Yeah, let's make one right now. <laughs> With the. <laughs> Wait a minute. If anybody could make a lesbian hand signal. <laughs> that everybody can use, please. F- feverish scissoring. Feverish scissoring. That, yeah. Can, can, so can you, your audience members hear that? I don't, that's going so you get, I don't, you make you make a peace sign and a peace sign. You turn one peace sign, you put it into the other peace sign, and you go back and forth. I would just like two vaginas make two beauties. Yeah. This, this is the last time you will ever be on my. <laughs> this is the first time that I'm on here. I feel like Rosie is sharing important information. Very important. Two feet. Fever, wait, feverishly scissor. Okay. You get, like. <laughs> you said, ooh, sorry. I have another unfollow of the week. Okay. <laughs> like to move on from the feverish right. scissoring. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, that, that actually belonged on last week's episode. Well, that was so episode. much fun listening to that episode. That was so good. <laughs> Shout out to Sasha. We love That you. was great. I wanted to talk about the Pepsi commercial. Have you seen Yo, that, Nikita? I, I, I did Yo. see that. Okay. What? All right. So, as organizers, I wanted us to talk about this. I had a different take on the Pepsi commercial. What was your take? Uh -uh. You want to hear my hot take? Yes. Wait. Y'all want to reflect first? Hot take. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Y'all want to reflect first? I want to hear your take. Yeah, I want to hear yours. 
So my hot take was that Pepsi wasn't actually like staging a rally, or it was it was like a pride parade. Oh. It was, um, in my opinion, it was like this intersectional pride where you have black people who are proud, Muslim yeah. people who are proud, queer people who are proud, and the police are there policing and policing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When have we have we ever been to protest and rallies where they have barrels and coolers of soda? <laughs> okay. But I'm like, okay. But at Pride, they do. And so that's how I saw it. And so I was a little confused by the reaction because I didn't think it was a rally. But then people were like, oh, no, this was a rally. Well, I mean, it's not like Pepsi d- defended himself and said, hey, you know, it wasn't a, a protest rally. It was a happy intersection yeah. Pride thing. So they didn't come out and say that. So they knew exactly what they was doing, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't say nothing. They just pulled the ad. They pulled the ad, but they knew they they knew exactly what they was doing. Because me I, me being in public relations, right? If if that was the case, if I was Pepsi's public relations person, I would have been like, no, it was a pride thing. It was mm-hmm. everybody together. <laughs> Our bad. Issued a statement or something. Issued a statement, but they didn't because they already knew what they was doing. What do you think, Nikita? Yes. <coughs> I, mean, I, thought it was, I thought it was supposed to be like a rally. Because I feel like, I mean, there's so many pictures and videos that we've seen um, with... I mean, they try to make right. it seem like a, as a... You know, those right. pictures that we've seen where it looks like the police are facing off. But we actually right, know right. that they're, you know, terrorizing. Right, right. <laughs> and doing all the, the terrible things that go along with policing, like facing off with uh, protesters. So, I, I mean, I, I thought it was... It looked like a protest a rally to me. And I don't know if I'm misremembering, but did... The, the people in the crowd had signs? They, they had, had signs. signs. And it was like a peace sign. Yes. And like right. a, love, like a, a heart. heart. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing that said stop killing us. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like this is just classic, you know. I mean, people have already nailed it, so I don't even need to go into too much detail. Classic, you know, capitalist, like neoliberal capitalist co optation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Where, like, people. I mean, I think the positive read is that we're in a political moment where, like, we're, I mean, for lack of a better word, like, protest is sexy, and I feel like that's that's important. So I feel like they're reflecting the political mood mm-hmm. um, that we're all in. And because people compared it to the earlier, was that Pepsi that did this? I think Coca-Cola. It, was, that was Coca-Cola yeah. in the 70s, right? Yeah. There was people, like, mm-hmm. you know. Protesting Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like, I mean, if nothing else, it's, um, again, it just reflects the political period. Mm. that were in but of course so it's interesting because it it reflects the political period but there was no real politics yeah in the um commercial and that's uh, that's classic kind of like i feel like a part of co-optation where you try to appeal to everybody but you don't really want to take a stand on anything quite frankly i don't expect pepsi or kindle to take any kind of stand and i guess the last thing that i would say is that in trying to make it look at like i was saying earlier about like the police facing off with protesters Mm -hmm. it like it's like oh and it also makes them seem like the like the i mean we know this that police like they're not our friends right and as right. an institution it's just you know inherently corrupt and it needs to be abolished and it ain't ain't, ain't enough pets in the world right. to that, you know get rid of police brutality or the police as an institution i'm just like it again made it about individual police officers right, right, right. like you hand it to the one cop and right. the one cop thinks this pepsi is pretty good maybe we should hear them out like it's not about these individual cops that y'all are circulating pictures of mm. hugging That's, people and helping there. grandma yeah, up right, the right, stairs right, like right, it's right. not about the individual cops it's about policing as an institution has failed right. people of color 
Muslim folks, queer folks, since its inception in this country. Or it's, it's not failing. It's doing what it's, it's, right. what it's supposed it's to be right. doing, and that's why we got to get rid right, of it. Right, right. Exactly. Because it, it was, like, built to protect the state, exactly. not to protect exactly. the people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. Yeah, protecting the state. Yeah, because so, even the slogan like to protect and serve, there's no human in that. Right, they're, protect they're, and, and serve property and the ruling class <laughs> and white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And when you said it represented the current political time, I actually feel like this ad like inverted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just felt like it was intentional of them to pick a uh, Jenner Kardashian. Yeah. There's like, that. of all the fucking white girls you could have got, her, like, of, of all of them, this, this, this particular skinny white girl is the one you picked. And for her to, like, take the blonde wig off and throw it to a black woman... I didn't, I, oh my god. That was yeah. her taking the blonde yeah. wig? Yeah. So she was like modeling in this blonde wig and this fancy dress and then she rips the blonde it wig off. It was her though or was it, it somebody was her. else? It was her. Because in the one scene you see her, she doesn't have like blonde hair or nothing. She's not in Because she's not a blonde. So so that's like, I don't know. They were trying to, they were trying to make a point but didn't. So I think they were trying to make a point about like beauty standards and all this yeah. shit. But they didn't because you picked a Jenner, like a, a skinny ass white girl, to make this point. So all she's missing is the blonde hair. Her sisters obviously can point her to the bottle that can do that for her. And doesn't she like throw the wig off and then like wink seductively at yeah. some man of color? In the yeah, that's garbage. right. <laughs> Who just happens to bring his musical instrument? I mean, we see the black men dancing jovially in <laughs> the street. It's then just... those coons were sh- right. shucking and jiving. It's like a joke in the street. And then this like you know Muslim woman who is so upset with all these pictures she's previously taken and can't get the photo takes this picture of Kendall with a police officer and it's like oh, the moment that makes her photography career whatever yeah so it's just like yeah. it inverted everything that's actually happening yeah, on the streets right. like people happy and dancing like I wish I wish it felt like that when we are out there it's it's like every minute. I think this is why I didn't want to go to the huge BLM um, march that we had in Syracuse. Because it was like police on rooftops. Yeah. You know? And it's like, Yo, what, are they, was crazy. what are they doing up there? And we know what they're doing. But you know, like, so I agree with you that protest is sexy now. But I think the the media has made it sexy. Mm-hmm. Like in this, not not even in a good, it's almost like in a rapey way. I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Trigger warnings for rape or whatever. But, but it's, it's just like not, we do not consent. Like we, we are not producing these um, images of protest that they are. So they're just out here like, oh, and then there was a rally in downtown Syracuse. You know, like, in this lovely, like you said, beautiful, sexy way. Like, look, look at what the the protesters did. But meanwhile, the whole time we're out there, we're, like, anxious and afraid. And, like, every step of the way. And these people who end up, like, becoming these sensationalized pictures, Mm -hmm. they were in fear for their life at those moments. Like, grabbing the mic at a protest, being on the bullhorn. Like, these are the the images that go out. But it wasn't sexy in that moment. It was terrifying, you know? And this whole commercial made it, like, people just want to shuck and jive in the street. (laughs) Like, we know how to throw block parties. If we wanted to dance, we know where to fucking do that. It trivialized it. Like, even even if it was supposed to be, now now I'm thinking, like, even if it was supposed to be a pride parade, 
this trivialized pride because pride started as like mourning like you just in the streets screaming because like so many queer and trans people have been murdered Mm -hmm. that year and and so i think i had posted something like oh here we are just out here organizing right and all we needed was pepsi right would have been nice to know that well i know the next time uh we protest i will be bringing a six-pack of pepsi just in case <laughs> Just in case, if the if that commercial right, we gotta bring like a twenty four pack. Yeah, make sure we got enough to go get around. The, get the box. And those were um, this sounds like that you said those were peaceful police officers. Okay. Like those ain't the police I'm officers that those, we. And that's another thing you did notice. Throw those cans right back at our head. We'll be laced with guys. And you did notice that the police officers they wasn't in riot gear. They was right. Just, they was just which there. they are. Yeah. Right. Like to be on the in the front lines in front of police officers with riot gears with their mask on and them just looking at you giving you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's just uh, that is a scary moment mm-hmm. exactly. and, and you don't know when you when it could for turn. them to put that white bitch when we <laughs> when we know like that that shit like this I think this is why I put it with the Kendrick thing because the erasure of women of colors narratives yeah is the most violent part of this like. No protest I have ever been to for any reason are there not women of color, typically queer. Mm-hmm. Just just gonna say that. Like because on the I am front, queer and I am there. I am queer and I am there. I am queer and I am there. <laughs> like on the front lines, there is our bodies yeah, that are yeah. that are taking the brunt of this like police violence. Like head on. That just goes unnoticed. And the large stream media is all about like cis hetero men. And then in commercials, it's all about, like, white women. Where are the women of color who are actually doing it, you know? Just something else that made me think about, as you were talking, is that, um, like, it's interesting that they make it so that it's just her as an individual mm-hmm. that, like, can single-handedly, right. um, like, co- bring the, the two sides, you know, quote-unquote, together. Whereas, I mean, the reason why we do big protests and demonstrations and marches, and the reason why we organize is because it's all about um, harnessing and growing the power of the collective. And so it's like, and like you, I mean, like you were saying, like, a lot of this, like, planning those protests, it's, you know, it's difficult being at them, um, can be really difficult, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, collective labor and work um, that goes into it. That's, um, and I feel like that's something that, you know, right people love to again make it as if there's going to be some savior yeah it's like there's, there's going to be nobody to save us except right for ourselves it is, it's not going to be kendall jenner or any individual yeah right? it is it is going to be that multiracial uh, hopefully <laughs> but mm-hmm. collective group of people that's actually going to like fundamentally uh like transform society mm-hmm. that yeah like it's going to take all of us yeah or it's going to be nobody exactly and, you know as you was just talking i thought well Maybe this is good. Like if a if a white if white bitches want to line up to be the bridge, <laughs> like just let them do it. Just just let them. They could they could just line up and be that bridge. And we um you know this bridge called my back. We, uh, you can stop walking across my fucking back then. Just lay lay the white bitches out. Cause it, with, with the Pepsi's in the hand. Starting with the Kardashians, <laughs> they should be the first one. Cause cause um you know a lot of people were saying this when the. The girls in DC story mm-hmm. broke. They were like, "Where are all them white ladies with their pussy hats? <laughs> where they right, at? Where they at? <laughs> these these are girls. Don't ain't that y'all shit? Okay. Like, come on. So if y'all want to lay out, be my guest. Concrete awaits. <laughs> wow, We're not even this all the way done. This is a special. This is a special. Your one year anniversary. One year. Oh my goodness! I didn't even say 
that at the beginning. That's, right. That's what I'm here for. Oh, yes, this is Queer Walkers one year. You know what? Is, I didn't bring a cupcake. I was going to bring a cupcake and we was going to share it. I should really eat one cupcake. Though. One cupcake. That's all I, could, I was gonna be able to get. So the topic <laughs> is where, like, I'll just say something, and we kind of like cut loose. It's not as guided. Okay. Um. Oh, I thought this. Oh, okay. No, I have segments, bitch. Uh, yeah. Segment. Line <laughs> segment. A B D C. Ain't the hell used to be in geometry. Ain't the hell used to be in geometry. Uh oh. Okay, so the topic is uh, lesbian card revoked. Uh Uh-oh, take mine away already. (laughs) So, I I was on uh, Twitter the other night, and they did, like, black card revoked, basically, so... Yeah, I saw that shit about your spades. Why you have to put me out like that, though? You don't know how to play spades? No. What? I know. Black card revoked. Right. So, basically, it's like a confession that would get your black card revoked. And I thought we could do a gay version. Because I've never heard anybody do a gay version. So. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Cool. My card's going to stay in my pocket, but cool. Mine is shredding right as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some, like, basic things that you think you have to know and or do and or have and or be oh, as man. a queer woman? All right. Okay, right. Bang. Ready. Boom. The most important thing. You have to know how to eat pussy. Oh, what if you don't like eating pussy? How you gay? How are you a lesbian? You can enjoy women without... Yeah, this is true. Yeah. We're going to leave it up to them. I think that is very uh, no. va- vagicentric of you. <laughs> vagicentric? <laughs> Just like making up words. Oh, God. No, I believe you have to know how to, you know, caress the essence. <laughs> Why do you sound like an old white man writing romance sound, novels for the I don't the, sound like an old white man. I don't sound like an old white man. Caress the essence. Caress the essence. That sounds like a Dove tagline, it like does. a Dove commercial. But no, honestly, I think that you have to. One thing about being a lesbian, and I, shit, you gotta know how to. <laughs> you gotta know how to. Wow. Whatever oh, you want to okay. do, how do, you gotta know how to do it. How do you spell that? Just for like the description of the L- episode. L L L. You gotta know uh, how to la 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 la. I think uh, that's L U H L U H L U la 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 or L A A L A U H. Okay, not all women have a box. Something like that. What if you've never ate the box? I don't know. I've eaten the box before, so I couldn't tell you. But is that like grounds to get your queer card revoked? I'm gonna say no. I have exes that didn't enjoy eating the box. Oh, exes. Oh. <laughs> okay, so so like you said, you exes because they didn't enjoy eating the box, right? Not, not that's not the only reason. They didn't like eating the box, <laughs> <laughs> right? But if you're a lesbian, you know, you that's one main thing that you do is eat the box. Maybe I don't think it has to be. It yeah. doesn't have to be. Okay, I think so. So we, if you if you don't eat the box, then you become an ex in your not, world. Not in my world. That's I not think, the only reason. That's not. That's not actually. Probably I think that there's a whole range of sexual practices, right? That queer women and lesbians in particular have. Share, Uncle Nick. Yes, Uncle Nick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Things. There's all kinds of things. Well, like what? Name a thing. Feverish. Feverish. Scissoring. That was one. Yeah. Wow. I've never scissored. I just oh. think it's not. It's not big girl conducive. I don't agree with that. Mm. So I mean, so I've heard. <laughs> wait. So, wait. So you heard? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Come on. Come on. So, so this is. 
drinking a high C. Rosie is drinking a high C. A juice wild box. cherry. With wild cherry. With wild the cherry. straw, the bendy straw. And she's doing something really distasteful to it, right? Stop now. that slurping. It's gonna get on the table. <laughs> I mean, I can't stop slurping. We're talking about some some interesting lesbian shit here. Wait, right now. so then so then my queer card revoked because I never I don't, you so you think it's big girl approved? Yes. Well, I I, I I feel like I'm like a scissor fanatic. What? <laughs> we got to cut that out. <laughs> I mean, Hell no. I mean, so when it comes down to feverish uh, scissoring, I am not a fan of it. Whoa. I am not a fan of it. I, I'm quite a fan. I have, Maybe. I have, I have tried See, it, but I just cannot. Can I, can I put a conjecture here? Please. Maybe it's because I've been with skinnier people, uh-huh. thinner, and you've been with like folks who got booty and like body. Maybe. Because it hurts to me. Oh, and also, I just feel I just feel like thing. very overwhelming to them because I'm bigger. That's a thing. Oh, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm I've been bigger than most of my partners. But they've still been like. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like something to grab onto. Well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nick, like I'm fat. <laughs> I just, I just could never. Can't get it to work, right? I just can't. You said like, you, you gotta like, find the right just, angle. Yeah, but that's the thing. You gotta find it right. I'm listen. I'm, no, I'm not lazy, but I'm not like you know. I just no. I be working like I'm going for gold. You gotta Me put too. everything in. I like, I listen, like right. sweating. Right. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with that. I'm talking about, but trying to do the scissoring and just like. Find your balance. You have to figure it out. It's worth it's and worth figuring out. I think. There is a sixty-five-year-old man trapped inside of you. <laughs> no, this is Uncle Rob, right? She's like a sixty-five-year-old black man. No, not at all. Yeah, you know, I don't do too much work. <laughs> hey, hey, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, what about taking a girlfriend to Pride? I feel like that's a requirement as a lesbian. Wait, I don't think. I don't think. No, no. Yes, you have. Last year, I saw you. No, I'm not saying me. I'm not saying me. I'm saying in general, I don't think you have to necessarily take somebody to pride. I don't think I've ever taken anybody to pride. I mean, I'm saying like, let's say me and Color Pencils went, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? We're going together. Hey, Color Pencils. Hey, CP. Did you go to pride? Yeah. I went to a a CP. (laughs) Color Pencils, CP. So CP, no, went to Pride. I went to Pride. We both went to a Pride. We just didn't go together. I mean, shit. That's not what but I we mean. Already, I mean, we already went to a Pride. Boo-doo-da-doo, up and going. I don't think I've ever done that. I think that's like a thing, a Is lesbian it? thing. Yes, I went to Sweet Heat, and it was just oh like... Oh, my God. I want to go to Sweet Heat. I want to go to Sweet Heat. But without one. Sweet, sweet Heat Lesbian Retreat. That is, that is not... The full name, oh. the the full name is Sweetie. That's whatever. <laughs> Lesbian retreat is what you <laughs> added. Whatever. I seen I seen pictures of Sweetie. I it was lit, but pretty much everybody there was coupled up, partnered up. Like it's not a singles event, so you go thinking, oh, okay. you know, with all the hope in the world that you're gonna. Meet so wait, 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 wait. wait. So yeah. so so pride is not a singles. I think event? for queer women, no. They go. Be. They go in like. I think it might be their because little you might. polyamorous relationship configuration. 
you know, I'm saying like bitches out here catching multiples, <laughs> and I'm struggling <laughs> to did keep you, one. Did you say bitches catching multiples? <laughs> My feminism allows for me to say because <laughs> you're a delicate flower. I really am. Don't let the masculine exterior fool you. Yeah. And see, I'm exact opposite. Don't let the feminine exterior right. fool you. But no. I Complex. Mean, <laughs> Complicating I mean, gender. There's plenty of times where I went to Pride and I was single. And I went there, you know, me and a couple of my stud friends. Yeah, because that's what, who all you hang out with. Toxic masculinity. No, not at all. I hang out with women. Now. <laughs> what are stud <laughs> friends? <laughs> I had to take the pretzel out. Hold on. But no, there's times where I went out with my friends and there could have be a, a group of femmes who went together and they're just hanging out and it's kind of like, <laughs> you got a group, <laughs> I got a group. How about your group? Get with my group and we could be groups together. If you believe mm-hmm. in the stud femme dichotomy because studs can partner together and yes. femmes can partner together. <laughs> okay. Look at that. I was like, not in my world. <laughs> Well, I don't know why y'all do that sick lesbian <laughs> shit. They don't have it in my house. <laughs> Roxy just hit the eye. I all of it. Not on my watch. <laughs> y'all funny. <laughs> so I think stuff for stud is another one. Like it's still, it's still a um, what do you call it? A stigma mm-hmm. in queer women circles. Yeah, two studs together. You just got infinite juices in your. <laughs> Where did you just pull that from? From my pocket. Razzy just pulled a Welcher. <laughs> a, can, a can of Welcher. And it's a fruit punch and it's good. Out of her pocket. <laughs> so I just want to say shout out to my nephew. He turned five today. <laughs> yes, for and the babies. Before I came over here, I was at a party for a five year old where there was cheese, juice. cheese pizza, a lot of different kinds of juices, okay? And cupcakes. <laughs> and cupcakes. So I just have my juice box. It's gone. You heard me slurp it. It's oh, empty. I got a fruit punch here and I'm going to drink it. I just ate a pretzel. <laughs> so, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Other, um, excuse me, pop cultural things that, that all lesbians need to know? Yeah. That y'all going to start taking my card then. Because if anybody say anything about Grace Jones... I don't know. I think that's more gay men. Is that? Mm, kind of, maybe. Yeah. Cause yeah, my girlfriend she be like, "Oh my god, Grace Jones!" Like, I love Grace Jones. I mean, but she, I'm just kind of like, she is our uh, kindred. Yeah. But yeah. So that's I think, more. What are our things? I think yeah. the gays go up for her. Our things are. Oh god. Between yeah. women. What? Are, between women. Oh my god. See, I, I, you know, I used to watch that. Shout out to um, Onyx Keisha. And Nobel, um, they just got married. Actually, they're oh. from um. Who? So. What are their names on the show? Mm. What are their names on the show? Put Which, me on the spot. What they look like? Oh, you definitely put me on the spot. <laughs> wow, you don't okay. Know what they look like. um, no, I, I'll sh- shout out to sex workers. Oh no, she is. Um, she plays. Uh, look. she played the one. Oh yeah. my gosh! Uh, so, so, so for the for. I'm on your Facebook. I I talked to her before. Just because I was out in Atlanta and I was trying to go out to a club, so I was like, "Hey, I don't, I don't remember her name on the show. I don't remember her name." But on the show. I remember her partner's name was Brooke because the okay. bitch was crazy. 
So they're the couple who had like she tied her in the um yeah in the bathroom yeah that one yeah. that couple yeah they got married well, they in real got, life so let's hope congratulations um if you are experiencing domestic abuse I can give you some resources like for real I'm not oh, I'm not joking but like it oftentimes goes unreported in queer women I relationships. Even, like, cops show up. I've had instances with the cops and altercations with partners where the cops show up. They be hella misogynistic, hella homophobic. It's just a bad situation. But if you are experiencing something like that, I think folks on here already know that I'm a therapist. I can get y'all some names and numbers. Um, But names only in New York and Alabama because that's where I did my training. (coughs) Numbers, definitely. There's hotlines. You got folks to talk to. But yeah, that that was their storyline in between women. Yeah, yeah. So uh that every uh pop culture references that all queer Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, in between yo, shout out so everybody go crazy about Saya, right? We got Saya. No. And people we got, don't go crazy don't, about Saya. I'm happy about it. But listen, so what? you have <laughs> Who was Saya? Okay, queer car revoked. Okay. Okay, so I we got you. Saya and then you got young M A. But I feel like I have but to be Googling I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put it like this. Like, yo, temper? 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 Fine as fuck. Uh, I'm not gonna agree to that. But temper? Why? Because she a stud? You got some internalized... No, I don't. Phobia. Because Nikita's sexy as shit. They ain't Nikita. I know that's Uncle right. Nick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yo, so this is Saya. Oh but you know what? <laughs> I'm just noticing all of these, like... Light skin? Yes! Yeah. Light skin, curly haired studs yeah, are the only ones studs. that even even in the WNBA oh, Brittany Griner so um, Simone Augustus like they're all light skinned studs we don't have no like mainstream even even Sid is pretty yellow yeah yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. where are yeah. all the da- dark skin or even femme representation of queer women <coughs> that's interesting that's a good point okay so Saya and pretty much temper looks just like Saya but yo, Temple got so some. Behind. I don't even know. <laughs> oh no! I need but to type listen, in. Should I but type in lesbian or rapper? LGBT? We'll just do or rappers. stud. If you do lesbian, we're gonna be real off task here. No, if you do stud, because it was just down there. But yeah, yeah. see, same, yeah. same look. But yo, her, I, I love her music. I love I speeding in the rain. It. I'm speeding in the rain. Wasn't wasn't she on a show? She looks familiar. She was on, um, she played in this, uh, what I only know to be a YouTube movie about lesbians. I think I, I watched know it. that one. Yes. Oh, what is it called? That's, that's the only reason why I know it. And we're going to go to, what is she's it called? Um, yeah, she's if I, if I was your girl. If I was your girl. I think I watched that with you. <laughs> yes. Which leads me to her co, um, her, her, the person that she, uh, in the movie with. Co-star. Co-star. Her co-star. Um, I forgot your name, but I know you're on my Facebook, girl. All I, all I know is that her... <laughs> Lord. Um, <laughs> Samira Wiley, I guess. Puse. Yeah. But, I mean, she's... I, well, I actually like that, that like, gender fluid. The yeah. As far as the presentation of gender. Um, she's probably about the brownest <coughs> representation that's, that's we really got. Bad. I can't think of anybody. I was trying to think of, like, some... Femme, queer femme of color representation. Birds are really chirping. Yeah. yeah. So you see, <laughs> when we say we're making strides, like what are we what really are doing? Say? Yeah. Is MC Light out? What is? Um. Not okay. Technically. Okay. So Queen Latifah. 
Uh, she ain't technically out either. Uh-oh. But I mean, what is outness? Is I mean, for brown folks, we kind of do it differently. I think. Fair enough. The mainstream way of talking about outness is a very <coughs> white gay way mm-hmm. of conceptualizing it. Like you screaming, "Lesbians unite!" in front of your mama. <laughs> My really mom, that, that church going lady on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and you talking about flick of the tongue. My mom just likes that. She just like, okay. That was nice, honey. <laughs> she said, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She sure did. Oh my God. What are other things? I'm very curious. They got, what, okay, Studville. So, Studville. I, the same thing with Studville. All of them are yellow. So, Light skin. So this is if I was your girl cast. Of course, we know Tampa. Have I seen that? Yeah, it's that two part movie on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. And I apologize if I don't remember the other actors' names, but I really did enjoy watching If I Was Your Girl and New York Girls. I I vaguely remember this. You know, this it's been out for some years, but I really I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I'm about to do a YouTube throwback. I don't even know if they still make videos, but Studology 101. Studology actually, I think, does make videos still. They yellow oh, and studs. <laughs> this is getting sad. You know like, what? Then I'm just gonna have to just do this. I'm just gonna have to just you go gotta, on YouTube. You gotta do it. And I'm just gonna have to talk to everybody. You just gotta be the representation. And I'm just gonna have to be that representation. Well, Uncle Nick. I mean, it's still studly, but at least we get some like skin tone rep- <laughs> representation. <laughs> All for the dark skin, yeah. for the chocolate. Yeah. Hey. What are, the, what are the things? Well, it doesn't have to be mainstream. For our, our queer women cards. We're running pretty low. That's what I'm saying. Do we even have queer women cards to be involved? I have like two things to punch on the card. Oh my gosh. Scissoring and... <laughs> and Feverishly scissoring. Feverish scissoring in YouTube series? Yeah. <laughs> Between women and oh. scissoring. That's wow. it. That's all we got. Are there any movies? Set it off is a lesbian movie. Oh my god. Set it off. <laughs> That's sad. It's not a lesbian movie. Oh yeah, we should But we gonna it. hold on to Cleo. I think we we should like draft that into the yeah. like les queer walk like yeah, I think yeah. so. That should be a lesbian movie. Because the only, only I mean couple. other than that is just pariah. It was only Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we don't even look. get a good sex scene in that. Well, I guess they're high schoolers. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Watermelon Woman? Yes. Alright. Uh, there nope. we go. Some dark skin in there. I didn't see that. Um, there's, uh, what's the name of that movie? They're also very young, but it's a queer rock movie. Uh, Mesquite. Mesquite. Oh my god, it was so cute. So cute. So I so had friendships movie. like that. Like, oh. When they were laying on the couch. And they heard and got a breakfast. <laughs> I would say, I know that. Flashback. Right. <laughs> we're not doing anything. <laughs> She's just my friend. Everybody hands suddenly pop. <laughs> oh, that movie is super cute. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of stuck. I'm like getting sad because all the ones that I'm thinking about as like representation... The characters that they play are queer women of color, but I don't think that any of them identify. So, like, Callie Torres on Grey's Anatomy. I mean, yeah, I was never a really big Grey's fan, anyway. Yeah. I forget her name, but she's on Sense8. If you saw that, it's a Netflix original. Everybody was talking about it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I am going to go on record as saying that show is trash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried to 
tried to watch it like three times and I never make it past episode three because it's boring as fuck. I think mm. I tried to maybe watch one episode. God, it's, it's I don't get it. I, if, I don't get it. If y'all like Sensei. I was like, there's a lot of hoopla around it. I don't understand why. But um, yeah, like Annalise Keating. Yeah. But I feel like they make her bisexual strategically. Like she just do what she got to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's been my experience and I'm looking also facing my bookshelf that most queer women of color, Audre Lorde. Yeah. June Jordan. <laughs> June Jordan. Yeah. Um, Cheryl Clark. Oh, Cheryl Clark. We can go ahead and throw in Polly Murray. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really weird. Uh, Alexis Pauline Gums. Alexis Pauline Gums. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to her. Yes. Can we include um James Baldwin? We can throw him in there. Why not? Yep. He, he in the girls. Yep, I see with the girls. Yeah. Um, that's really Grace Lee Boggs. Yeah, yeah, she's not. She well, as far as I know, as far right. as we know, she's not a queer woman of color. But all the queer women of color I know, right, right, right. go up for her. Like, yeah. Damn it, we're just nerdy. Is there any other place where we are? There's no. We don't have apps. <laughs> I didn't think. I thought that this was gonna be a funny topic. I didn't think it was. Oh, little no. did we know. <laughs> little did we know it got it got real. What? Any artists? Mm. Who are the artists? I don't, I don't know. We're women of color? Yeah. I'm they, sure they exist, but I don't. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about, like, um, Q-Wok culture. Yeah. And things that we, like, gravitate to or are all on. I can't think of an artist. Mm-hmm. I Man, I feel like we're gravitating towards similar haircuts. Hairstyles these days. <laughs> the the shaved and the uh-huh. high top. The new jack swing, yeah. What you trying is to say? Is that what this is called? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Wait, is this called the New Jack Swing? No, this, like, the or the New Jack City, these 90s parts. Oh, that's what it's called? I, that's what I personally call it. I don't know oh. what the official name. Wow, this, we are I got really a grasping at straws right now. I got a frohawk. I didn't think it was going to be. This is a frohawk. Whenever I pick it out. Need a little help there. You got some <laughs> lint on things. <laughs> you know what? Let me put my hat back on. I'm not messing with y'all right now. But, yep, frohawks. Wow. This is disturbing. Atlanta? I'm so bad. <laughs> You need the city. The city. <laughs> the city. Okay. Atlanta and Brooklyn. That's really about it. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Chicago's. Yeah. Chicago. Definitely. I love Chicago. Chicago. Maybe o- um, Oakland. Oakland, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not a West Coast. Fan. I saw. I think I've seen the most uh, queer walk couples walking down the street in Oakland that oh, okay. I've ever seen in any city, and I was only there for like two days. That sounds right. Oh God. Well, uh, we can move on. <laughs> I'm to gonna say wraps up that segment. <laughs> So the question I wanted to get to is by Janita Bravita. Is that how y'all would say that? That looks right to me. Any advice on how to navigate the dating scene while by and wanting a non-monogamous relationship? Uncle Nick? I don't know if I got anything for Janita. Okay, so can I I broaden it then? Please. Because y'all like, well, tough shit. (laughs) I was going to say, I've never been known for my optimism. (laughs) Um, So any advice for how to navigate dating as a a queer woman of color in general. I don't even really have the advice for that. Would you? Usually, if if you if you see Janita Burrita, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, so the I'm, dating scene. So if if somebody if a, if a fan was to come up to me and say, "Hey, you're cute," I'll be surprised. Like, oh, okay, hey, how you doing? What so, about a stud? I'll be like, thank you. <laughs> the shade. You ain't shit. Okay, continue. No, I'm just saying because usually a lot Can of studs. You the pretzels. Usually a lot of studs actually don't um approach feminine Other studs? women. Feminine women. Oh. 
You see what I'm saying? Or studs. They usually they usually don't approach. Why so, is that? This is I think this is right. That's because like if I see a fem if I see a feminine a woman and I I walk and I pr- approach her automatically, you know, to me she might be straight. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't want to get embarrassed. I don't want to exactly. get that. This is very true. I don't want to get cussed out. Yeah. I don't want to get that. I ain't gay, bitch. Yeah, that is so accurate. Or whatever. So you attach like femininity so what to I... heterosexuality. Mm-hmm. Ain't that what we talked about with the Kendrick the, thing? The pos- I. So I I said all that shit on the Kendrick thing, but on the, I feel like I feel like navigating in the real world is a very real concern. That's I was right. thinking of, I've never. Everybody that I've ever dated, I don't think I ever initiated. That is true. So yeah. if if you just see somebody that you think is cute, you know, just go up to them and be like, "Hey, I think you're cute." It's easier, <coughs> especially if you're a, a woman, a, a feminine woman, because you would go up to another feminine woman and be like, "Oh, girl, I think you're cute," Mm-mm. and they might just be I like, will tell "Thank you." you. As a feminine, uh-uh. I've had I've had like very nasty reactions. Even even if I'm not yeah. trying to approach them on some like sexual sexual stuff. If I'm just like, oh, girl, the outfit is cute. You look really good. I guess, I don't know. I I don't know. My queerness is weird. But it. I feel like the people who read my queerness the most are straight women. Yeah. Because they get real uncomfortable when I compliment them. So I've just kind of stopped, which is sad. Right. But I get a lot of, like, nastiness from heterosexual, I'm assuming heterosexual um, women when I'm like, you look really nice today. Or they just be like. They won't even turn their head. It's just be like, thanks. <laughs> you be like, woman, bye, bitch. <laughs> but I do think you're right. I think that if you are a more femme or gender conforming person approaching uh, like non-gender yeah. conforming or mask masculine mm-hmm. woman or person, that is easier that way yeah. than the studs yeah. approaching because... <clears throat> Cause yeah, I'm not. I don't just go up to women and be like, "Hey, <laughs> are you sure about that?" <laughs> you definitely do that. I, I I don't. So what I what I do? Yes, is, you do. No, what I do is you I did it I, first. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. So listen. So what I do is I just walk up to somebody and I say, "Hey, how you doing?" I I hold a conversation with the person and I read them and see if my gaydar goes off or not. See if I get the ping ping. You know. <laughs> You know how you go ping ping. You know, like in your computer, you can ping your computer and it pings back. So and so, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just I just try to hold a conversation and off of that conversation I gauge if they will or not mm-hmm. or whatever. <coughs> I am a natural flirt, um, and I am a type of person where it just comes natural to me where people, um, I guess, like, come to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just have that personality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I I talk with straight women all the time. And they'd be like, oh, ha, ha, you're funny. And they'd be on my arm and stuff like that. But I don't take it any type of way. I, I let it be known, like, you know, I am gay. You know I'm gay. I will, Actually, I don't even have to tell people I'm gay. Because they'd be like, oh, bitch, you gay. Right. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. But I have to let them know, like, I'm not trying to hit on you. I think masculine women, you're like y'all are visible in a different way than femmes are visible, Mm -hmm. Um, and like a lot of times it can get unsafe. Exactly. So that's why I was having. I'm out here. (laughs) The least you could do is approach me. (laughs) As for the non-monogamous relationship, um, you just be honest and say that that's what you're looking for. That's what I'm looking for. Honesty is the best. Honesty is the best policy. Don't get somebody in a monogamous relationship 
Or I think I think most people and I think monogamy is the assumption. Yeah. So people go into dating or whatever assuming that like I'm gonna be everything you ever need in every aspect yeah. of emotional, sexual, and mental health ever. Yeah. From this point on, and so like telling somebody. Yeah, listen. It's just gonna be a couple times we're gonna just hang out, do whatever, and then that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just keep it honest with them. But I feel like maybe the best. I mean. I don't know if I can help Janita, uh, Janita Bravita, but I feel like the most important thing is setting yourself up, like finding the spaces where it's most conducive for you to date. So it's like if you're, if like you want to be in um, like a non-monogamous relationship, f- figuring out where those spaces are where people are like are more likely to um like be in non-monogamous relationships or like i don't know if there's like open um if there's like groups or something that's what i feel like just i mean that's i think that's good advice for anybody so where where are the people where you're most likely you know to vibe with and get along with is that does that, that make sense like i'm not gonna yeah, we're just to looking random, at you yeah you're i'm yeah. just not gonna you're go right. to a random right. you're right and Wait, be like as, hey i want to go out on a date with you but it's like oh if we have these things that i know that right. are in common then so, i'm more likely to i think them. the thing for queer women of color like we're not gonna meet our like love of a lifetime in a coffee shop exactly like that's just not, unless I, it's a gay I, coffee shop listen, owned by well i met my a socialist on, black on POF, basically. <laughs> pof what is the POF? plenty of fish plenty of fish Oh, oh God, Nikita! P O F. You take it. We we revoking your game card. We're was. taking. It. Okay, yeah, that's a thing. We're like we gonna put you on P O F. If there's anybody out there that wants to get to know Uncle Nick, I don't even um, know how to work the internet. <laughs> so I don't. You're not going to find me. I, I, t- I told Nikita I had a tumbler and she thought I fell. So. <laughs> I'm about to say that's a little too. Wow. To you still have plenty of fish. Is that what you're on right now? No, this is my app for the for my taxi. So when I go home, I have a taxi so I can go to work. Okay. Because I was just about to say. Oh, is that like rule? Should you get off of the apps when you're in a relationship? That's an interesting question. So that app is not on my phone? You have to say that for the record. Right. <laughs> but for real, like, do, did you delete POS after you met your bae? I just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I still get the notifications on my email. Yeah, and it says like my inbox is going crazy or whatever, and I just be like, eh, okay. Because I'm just. Never been I have never got a match, a like, nothing on any of the apps. I've never. So. I've, I had an OK Cupid once for like two weeks, like five years ago. But outside of that, I just don't imagine me. Um, I, I think I'm not an app person. I think studs do better on apps. Well, I'm not. I'm, I like vibes, so it, I kind of have to meet you. That's what so, I'm, I prefer yeah. to meet people in person. Even if I look at your profile, I can't leave it there for too long. Yeah. So we would have to meet up pretty soon. I like meeting people organically. If something feels very structured about going on to like an app and like, oh, I want to meet you. Let's meet, blah, blah, blah. Let's go out on a date. That seems but weird. is it organic if you're going to like a gay place? You know what I'm saying? Because your advice was like, go to a place where you know. But I, I'm not going with the intention of like, like specifically meeting somebody. If that happens, then like that's a like that's a like a plus. But like I'm not going specifically to the places where I go specifically to meet people to I, date. I distinctly remember you asking me where the bitches at, <laughs> and I don't know where they are, so I'm not in those places. <laughs> 
trying to help me on here. No, no, I'm just saying, like, particular for the for the community, I think we do go to places expecting to meet uh, a love interest. Not that you have to, like, kick off and spark yeah. a long-term relationship with this person, but that there's going to be somebody there that you can be like, ooh, right. ooh, That's true. you know. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't do that. Because you, cause you do it walking down the street. Basically. <laughs> that is so true. Like, you're you're walking. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. That is accurate. Thanks. <laughs> Um, what, so I don't think we really addressed the part of her question around being bi in dating. Do you think bi women have it harder? No. Trying to find a date? No. I I, 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 I think bi women have it easier because it's that, um, for a masculine identified woman to see, to see a girl or to, I mean a girl, my apologies, um, to meet a, a woman who was bi, they're like, I'm about to turn her all the way out. I'm just, you looking at me, you rolling. Yeah, I like that. Well, he was still believing turning out. Okay, exactly. That is like, like so well, 2000. I'm just. Can I'm, I well, listen, I'm I'm 33. Okay. For I'm real? sorry, youngins. For real? Yeah, I'm, I'm 30. I am 33. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I we not that far apart in age. Exactly. First of all, second okay, second young. of all, like I think from in <laughs> my experience, <laughs> in my experience as a femish whatever low fem as in my experience as a low fem, studs more so want heterosexual like women who have historically been straight. Oh God, not and, me. So when it comes to like turning turning out, like it's not the bi girls they're talking about. This is hetero, tip, yeah, tri- like heterosexual exactly. women, right? But the bad my girls, and so then, but the bi girls as well, like lesbians, because, are like. But I'm outwardly saying that I, <laughs> I want to be with you, and you're just looking over me to. I think it's that um, like that uh, trying to you know get that 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 game that cat and mouse. You know, you trying to get the. So that is not a challenge with lesbians, but it's a challenge with. When it's a lesbian, but it's a challenge when it's a heterosexual woman. It's the game. I thoroughly reject it. I'm not. I just feel like it comes with too much. Did you try to ever? I've never tried. Have you ever no. tried to turn a woman out? A straight no, woman. No, I, I, and and I don't believe in. I I don't think that that's a. So Nikita an is accu- I don't think that that's an accurate Uncle way Nick. to describe people's sexuality. I don't Uncle think, Nick. Every don't think woman anybody... you have dated was heterosexual until she dated. But I, but I did not turn anybody out. <laughs> You've only dated I straight feel, girls. I feel like they. It was like we're, they were on a path. And they met me, and they were on a path to figuring out their sexuality, and they just happened to meet me at the same time. It wasn't like I was out here, quote unquote, flipping anybody. <laughs> so you just was in the right place at the right time. I think so. I don't believe in quote unquote turning out. I don't think so. I think either you are queer, curious, whatever, right. or you're not. Like right. nobody can. Exactly. I don't think there's a person that can draw that out. Of exactly. You. But whatever you do, don't or don't. Not. That's true. So, but but my thing is, uh, Janita Bariva. Bar- <laughs> Bravita, I'm sorry. Janita Bravita. Janita Bravita. Okay, but my thing is, is don't even if you're going to be single and you're going to be out here, you're having fun. Be honest with the people. Let them know, especially if you're still dating guys, because you don't want to get. See, that's the thing. No, no, no. Especially gotta let them know if she. uh, No, 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 no. no. Especially if she. Bye. 
Especially if she's dating. If she, no, we mean like bi. does she use she pronouns? So oh. we she 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 and her, but right. she don't so have. Well, let's just say they. They. Yeah. Um, I apologize. I don't know. But, okay. but if even if you're still you know dating guys, just again be honest. Do you think so? That's an interesting question. Because I, don't, I don't feel like that's bi. my business. That's how I feel. But okay, I'm just wait, saying. Wait, wait. But I'm just saying to to be honest you know with what? the person. If I'm if I'm single. And I just want to have fun with you and you and and, and, and him and they. I'm going to be honest. I'm right. going to let them know, like, yo, this is what I'm doing because I don't want any drama. But why can't you just say I'm dating multiple, multiple people? Why, people. Does, why do you why does it, to be explicit about Why does the gender, gender matter? Right. Okay. So that's, like, I think that's why she asked this question in this way about being bi and non-monogamous. Yeah. Because... I just like hit up against something as a lesbian that if I was in a non-monogamous relationship and one of my partners was like, this is my partner and he, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's the end of that for me. But I don't know why that is. I don't know why the, cause especially if I'm not going to be involved with him, like why do I care if that's your other partner? Yeah. Yeah, But if we just dating the, like the gender shouldn't matter. I just want to know if you're having like safe sex. Yeah. Should I be like concerned about the sex that you're engaged in? Um, are are you okay? Are you willingly participating yeah, in this stuff? Like important. those are the questions I would ask more so than is it a man? Right. Okay. I, I might ask is it a stud? Because the way y'all be acting. Whoa! 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> do you identify as a stud? I don't know I'm what I just said. I'm saying that like this. That's gross. That's gross. <laughs> you really look like somebody's uncle. You know, in undergrad, like it was that. a thing that like studs would walk around with straps on. Okay, so. I have never done that. That, that has oh, to be I have so never done that. Right. That harness they just hurt. have to be. <laughs> wow. And. <laughs> straps are like erect. That's what I was going to say. How could you. Like, are you like taping that down? <laughs> That's too much. It was a thing in my undergrad, though. I wouldn't do that. Uh, well, this is more like a... Should I just read it? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so how would you say that? This is a message we got from A.M. Rashada. Rashta? Looks like that. I'm, I don't know if it's one word or if it's A.M. I'm Rashta. I apologize if I'm butchering y'all Tumblr uh, URLs, but... Hey, money, I just wanted to let you know that I really enjoyed your recent podcast with your partner about Get Out. I'm a queer black woman, and my partner is white, non-binary, and magical. Aww. That's very sweet. We both listened to the episode, and I'm... Ralph, really? We both listened to the episode, and I'm just thankful for representation of a relationship that looks something like ours, where people are talking deeply about the dynamics that exist between us. It felt really affirming and beautiful to listen to y'all. Queer Walk is amazing, and I'm thankful for all you do. That hey. is so wonderful. Oh, that's sweet. That's what's hmm. What that's better what's way to spend your first year anniversary? I know. An amazing shout out like that. Thank you so much. I'm Rashta. I hope I'm saying your A, because that's how you signed it. Uh, this this submission really like warms my heart because I started the podcast so that I can get to the submissions and sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm doing or even if I should be doing so it means a lot that you submitted that so thank you thanks that's what's up thanks the rest of this is like can I be added can I be <laughs> any girls from Philly oh okay so go back what so so this person kid crazy kid. Huh? oh yeah. hi kid crazy have you watched the Sin 
What's that word? Junipero. Junipero. I watched episode. episode from the show Black Mirror. I haven't. I have. Yo. Is I it that queer, is, queer rock related? That is dope. Kind of, yeah. I like that. Watch Black Mirror. Okay. See so for yourself. Watch it. But that but that one right there, because it's about that episode is about um two women falling in love. Yeah. But yeah, Black Mirror. Okay. So the San Junipero episode. Yeah. I need Junipero. to watch that. Well, on that note, <laughs> we did it! Yay! Oh my god! Yay! Happy one year anniversary! Yes, happy thank one you. year! Thank y'all thank for you finally. Coming. Thank you for finally having me. I just want to throw that out there. And you know, it's funny how everybody be shading me about not having them on. Meanwhile, when I be like, anybody want to do an episode? <laughs> I'll be on Facebook like, mm. like. All right, y'all. Thanks again for tuning in for another episode of Queer Walk. Like, share. Reblog it. Donate your money. Donate your money. PayPal.me slash Queerwalk. We out here. Slash, um, I'm Rosie again. Go away. That's not in the URL. I'm, I'm not. Y'all can Facebook me. Okay. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> this will be edited out. I'm not putting your information in the info box. All right. All right, y'all. Later. Deuces. Bye. Bye.